We've already talked to Makoto Shinkai films on this podcast. One of them we love, Your Name. The other one we weren't a big fan of with five centimeters per second. Very unfortunate. Wanted to like that, but that was his earlier work, so we'll give him a pass. Oh, Garden of Words. Did we? Yeah, but I don't. Did we talk about that on the podcast? Yes, I believe so. This is our fourth Makoto Shinkai <laughs> uh, work that is coming out of the podcast. We're finally getting around to weathering with you. It's going to kind of be a blast from the past. I haven't watched it recently, so bear with us. Um, and just kind of talk about how this is pretty much this in your name is a great litmus test for a good anime movie. I know it's kind of gotten overplayed and Shinkai has gotten a little oversaturated. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Um, we are on the loving him uh, category here. But we're going to just talk a little bit about what we remember, what we loved from it, a little bit of the Easter eggs that happened in it, and uh, just ramble as we usually do. Um, so let's just get right into that. To the I Married Weeb podcast. It's your favorite anime podcast with a married couple who talks about movies that are very old instead of the new stuff. Hey, are you new here? I'm Tom. Who are you over there? I'm Danielle. That's my wife. She's real nice and we like her. Uh, are you not new here? Well, thank heavens you're back. We've missed you and uh, we appreciate you tuning in to another episode. Um, for those of you not in the know, we do have a Instagram and a Discord. You can usually find the Discord through the Instagram, so we'll just give you that. That's I Married a Wee Pod on Instagram. Check it out. Maybe comment on some of our stuff or don't. It's a free world. Do what you want to do. Uh, kind of stoked. We posted a little video of I came home this week after work to a nice gift from my wife and my daughter. Got um, one of those mystery bags of like a bag hanger, like a figure thing from the old Hobby Lobby. Hunter Hunter. I, I, but what am I going to say that that's it's the best gift. I love it. I love Hunter Hunter. Um, so kind of just decided to turn that into a little video and it's doing pretty okay on the Instagram. So go check that out. And do you want to spoil it? You oh, got go two, for it. You got two killer. I was so worried because you could get these obscure care, not too obscure. I mean, sure. you see them in the trial and a little bit throughout the show, but. One of them gets their brains absolutely decimated by <laughs> the yes. chim chimera, but um, we got Leorio, or I'm sorry, you got Leorio. No, it's a we. And, and Killua, yeah. which I did not think did we were, I mean, Faye picked one and then Perfect. I picked the other. I think she picked Killua. She picked the good one. Yeah. Yeah. But so, um, yeah. I can't believe we got part of the squad. I mean, it's no Kurapika. That's what I, I was hoping, hoping for, but... At least we didn't get the logo. In those mystery oh, bags, yeah. the fact you can get the logo as a bag hanger, come on. I mean... It would actually would rather, maybe be kind of fire. I would rather take the logo over those, like, over... Um, Netero and Netero stuff like that. and yeah. then those two other, like, weird hunters. Yeah. Illumi would have been a decent one to get. He that was the mystery. Cool. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know who the other one was. Maybe it was Pinhead Illumi. No, because his head was smooth. Uh, I, I wonder know. if we can Google it and mm, get it. Well, you can probably just Google it. <laughs> but anyway, so that was fun. A little bit motivating. It's kind of, we're not like, I don't know. It's hard to record and do social stuff because we're really not into social media. So, um, yeah. So if you liked that, let us know, of course, through the avenues and all that good stuff. Um, been a heck of a weekend. And I hope this doesn't scare you guys away, but... Um, League of Legends. You can love that game. You can hate that game. But I got to tell you what, we went to uh, the North American Championships, just came here to Chicago land. So I went to United Center uh, both yesterday and today. What an energy in the stadium. Pretty much almost sold out and just insane to see that many people uh, getting together to watch a video game. It, it can be considered dorky nerdy, but. Um, it was sick. Fireworks in the building today for the finals. It was crazy. Oh, wow. You so didn't took some video that. of that. Uh, so I'll be posting that to social as well. You know, 
Just trying. We're just trying out here. I'm, you know, might oh. not always be the best, but we're getting there. What's up? So you said that the stadium is was almost sold out. Almost, yeah. So it says online, it says for hockey, which the Blackhawks play there at yep. the United Center, hockey is um, almost 20,000, wow. 19 and some change, 19,000 and some change, 20,000, almost 21 for basketball. And up to 23500 for concerts. So I don't well, know. Well, that if, would probably be considered a concert deal. Yeah, because you're not having the court side and everything like that. So, um, and they host over 200 events per year and has drawn over 20 million visitors since its no opening. No kidding. Um, but yeah, so that's a lot of people. If you're saying it was nearly sold out, that's a lot of seats. Wow. That's a lot of people. 23000 that's a lot of dorks. <laughs> now, a lot of nice people. It was great. Of course, I don't like the price gouging for food and for beers. Oh, my God. Imagine spending 12. Uh, and the upward. tax is really um, expensive in the city. You, you spend $11 on a beer and then after tax is about 15 bucks. And it's like, okay, let me smuggle a couple of, you know, chugs in here. You, you know just I mean? strapped them to your legs. I know. No, they got a metal detector you got to walk through. You think they'd make it that simple? You out of your mind? Just get one like a camelback bladder. There you go. Anyways, I'm not Under having your... any of this incriminating evidence on the podcast. <laughs> but anyway, so that so that was very nice. And then basically got back, put the put the lady to bed and the little lady to bed. And then now here we are. Uh and then you did what's that thing called? You went to like a I went to like a outdoor market. It's um it's called Urban Farm Girl. They have a like Urban Farm Girl has a store. And I believe Rockford okay. and then um, in Illinois, they do a twice a year, a spring and a fall, like where there's a whole bunch of vendors um, that just come out. I can't even remember how many, but let's say like a hundred at least. That's a decent amount. Some like uh, antiques. Some people have like their own, like I buy these beautiful handmade dresses for Faye. They're like oh, really yeah. cutesy. So there's like dresses, there's leather goods, like a whole bunch of stuff. So urban it was, farm girl, I would expect some leather. Yeah. And no. they're expansive. Expansive. <laughs> um, yeah. So overall pretty active weekend for us. And then you? had a baby shower today. So very action packed weekend. So that's exactly why we are doing and, this when we're doing this. And listen, we are talking about weathering with you. But it needs the credit it deserves because it is still a very good movie. No, yeah, we needed to talk about this at some point. Yeah, I'm so. surprised we actually, when you asked, like, have we done Weathering with you? And I was like, I don't know how we haven't. I mean, considering we did Promare and another movie that, again, I told <laughs> you I'm not going to start mentioning anymore. Uh, I, I'm in disbelief. Yeah. But yeah, so if you've seen the movie, great. If you haven't, um, I guess it can just be described as kind of like a... Uh, it's sci-fi-ish in the way of like that there's this rain that's constantly happening and why don't you, you're, you're more eloquent with this. Would you like to? Sure. So Makoto Shinkai has actually said that while your name was more science fiction, this is more supernatural because of the controlling the weather aspect. Sure. And the time traveling back and forth with your name, you know, has that science fiction bent. So I really like that because it's hard for me to identify sometimes. And I had to actually read it to be like, oh, yeah, duh, Danielle. But (laughs) when I think of this movie, it's hard to because Japanese culture has a lot of those like supernatural and, um, you know, like they have their culture and I can't even formulate the words, but it's so different than ours. Mm -hmm. You know how they, they make their annual wishes with the Darumas. They have a lot of things in place where I didn't even think this movie was supernatural. I actually thought it was more science fiction because it's with the weather and things like that. Yeah. Um, so that's really fun. But, um, yeah, so what did you want? You wanted me to explain the movie? Or? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, in layman's terms, I pretty much think everyone should have seen it, and especially if they clicked on this podcast. But a young kid's down on his luck. He's working for this dude. Um, 
He's run away from home. He's run away from home, you know, to find himself, you know, all that good stuff. Ends up meeting this girl and, uh, come to find out she's, uh, she's not what she appears. That's about as much as you're going to get. And now we are going to be spoiling with you from here on (laughs) out. Uh, yeah. As I kind of mentioned with Makoto Shinkai, there's a reason it got popular. I mean, his movies are gorgeous. The choice of using rad wimps as the underlying music, you know, score and things like that. It's just, it's, it's one of the same. It's perfect. Um, and by the time this film was going on, I think it was a more trusted thing where like there was a really throughout the production, a good back and forth with rad wimps to kind of get it situated. I think maybe even some songs being made before some scenes were made. Who knows? I'm not, don't put that one on record, but, um, it's just simply, uh, a joy to see his movies, especially considering a lot of the other one-offs don't kind of hit as good as his. And I think that kind of comes down to several things we'll touch on. Um, but for now, I could just say he's got the formula. He just takes such care. Mm-hmm. And I read that he actually used CG and hand-drawn animation to depict the rain in the film. Sure, yeah. If you needed to hand-draw this rain, I'm, I'm sure this movie would have never happened. You need a little CG in your I life. just can't believe that it wasn't only CG. Oh, sure, sure. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Like that he's still... Because okay. doing the hand-drawing is going to take the extra time. Absolutely. Um, And... He wrote Your Name and Weathering With You in six months. Can you believe that? I feel like that would... (laughs) Them both being similar enough, I feel like they are kind of like the same pace and and feel, which is fine. That's just film. He's got his shtick. It's like Tarantino. You better expect that there's going to be a lot of dialogue. There's going to be a couple of time flips going back and forth and all that good stuff. Um, Good good news, actually, Mm -hmm. is... uh, We've got Suzume no Tojimari, which is actually his first feature since Weathering With You is actually going to be, the release date is set for November 11th of this year. So that's going to be coming out in Japan and then we will eventually get it. So another Shinkai on the way. Can't wait for that. Is there a synopsis on that bad boy? Um, let me try and uh, let me check that out for you. The premise, uh, the film is about uh, Suzume. A 17-year-old girl who's lived in a quiet town uh, in southwestern Japan. The story begins when Suzume meets a young man looking for a, quote, door. All right, Shinkai. I'm with you, though, so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, The two travel together to find an old door in an abandoned house in the mountains. As if pulled by something, Suzume reaches out uh, her hand towards the door and gets pulled in. Doors of disaster begin to appear across Japan which start a series of unfortunate disasters. I think they didn't want to say unfortunate I events was just gonna- <laughs> due to a popular book series. I was actually going to say Right. That. So it's a journey through Japan as they need to close and lock the doors of disaster one by one to stop the disasters, as well as an adventure and battle in the modern world in search of a girl's maturity and freedom. I kind of like that. Hmm. I mean. Interesting. Okay. This seems to be taking a female character uh at the forefront which it has been with the other two but then there's always that compatriot which it seems to be this way but i mean if they're saying that this is going to be a search for a girl's maturity and freedom i think that she might be the focus focus but sure yeah so that sounds pretty good man and talk about uh that's pretty cool but i went on Mal to look at that movie so I could kind of read along with you. Sure, sure. Uh, Sword Art Online, that progressive two-parter, that second thing to that movie. I can't believe it. I know. Um, <laughs> no one else cares. I think I'm the only one who likes SAO still, but... Um, I think it could be a pretty... We've never done an episode talking about SAO, and I think we should do one that's yeah, just titled... Yeah, we've only done Isekai. Uh, yeah, we know you hate it, but here's why we love it or something. I don't know. I think SAO is... It's good and well enough. I, you know, people can be overly critical for certain things, which I can agree with. And they've got this certain plot device that they do once a season that's starting to get a little, ugh. especially that one in the bedroom scene of Alicization. Yeah. Holy mother of mercy. Um, Shock value, baby. People remember. Uh, it, yeah, no kidding. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we, should, we should eventually talk about that. 
You want to talk about some good news, though, is we finally have a date. And you guys already know this because this came out a couple days ago. But we've got a date for Chainsaw Man, October yes, 11th. Do. Stoked. Oh, my gosh. That. Oh, in a month. It's coming in quick. One month from the time we're recording this um, and less than a month from when you're listening to this. If you've uh, been trendy enough to listen to this on the first day. Um, so that's got me absolutely stokeified. That'll be good. Big lineup coming up. Everyone knows that as well. We could talk about that uh, year after uh, season after season. We always like, oh, we're looking forward to these. And then we don't watch half of them. Rinse, <laughs> repeat. Uh, but Chainsaw Man is going to be a week by week for us. There is no doubt about it. So beyond stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Last second additions. That we might might be buying that Kana figure. <laughs> it's finally happened. Um, they are actually opening up pre-order for a Kana figure, which is called the Kana Kamui Finest Kimono Version, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid figure. Go ahead and put that into the old Google, and uh, you're going to see a cute Daruma with a little smiley heart in his mouth, and you're going to see a Kana who's absolutely adorable. Um, it's just a question of, you know, do we need the plastic? Uh, we've been waiting for this Do one for a while. We need to spend that much on plastic. Is- okay, yeah, it's a decent <laughs> amount on this plastic, but I think that would just be our, like, that would be it. Like, that would be the figure, and then we're done. You know what I mean? That is the figure. It's so cute. You have Toru in her dragon form on her little paddle thing she's holding, Kana being one of the cutest little things around. Um, Anya is very cute from Spy Family, but I still don't think she holds a candle Mm-hmm. I could Kana. Mm-hmm. I think she's still, and of course that's a personal opinion. People are going to disagree with that, but can Anya turn into a dragon? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, Cause there's, I was trying to look it up. I can't remember what episode it is, but we have a like anime. Oh, maybe it's called anime merch is our episode. We did. And there's only three figures that I want. Mm-hmm. This is one of them. That's right. The second is Yuna from Yuna and the Hot Springs in her bunny, bunny outfit. Yep. Such a good oh one. Oh my gosh. Scanty, but also classy. Classy. <laughs> Not all of them are classy, you know. <laughs> and uh, the third is um, Asuna from SAO. She is wearing a red Miku, Miko outfit. Yes. Oh my gosh. Unreal. Those three. Someday, if, if we ever make it, we'll get them. Yeah. I don't uh, need any. Oh, well, no. I do like the um, Kokoro Nundroid from Princess Connect. Although, yeah, that's a figure. <sighs> yeah, that's a figure. We agree. And that's the only Nundroid I ever want. Um, Although you are, the hill you will die on is you like the peckering one. Because she's cute. We love her. Not as cute as the Kokoro one. Are you I kidding agree, me? I agree. But what I'm saying is imagine <laughs> them both. I like how we're saying, do we need it? And now we're sitting here going, well, I would kind of need that one. Um, one more little bit of shilling for the podcast. Um, anyone listening, if you do end up liking a segment of any of our podcasts, whether it be this one or even one that you're retroactively going back to, feel free to hit us up on the old Instagram, uh, or discord. And we even have a Twitter. It's kind of unused because I don't know what I'm doing on Twitter, but hit us up and just give us a time code and we'll, we'll of course shout you out. Maybe even tag you on Instagram if we turned it into a highlight, just cause we'd like to start getting those up. Mm-hmm. Um, if possible. Uh, that being said, yeah. Oh my gosh. We'll see. We'll see if we get the figure. We'll see. Uh, all right. Weathering with you. Mm-hmm. I'm a Koto Shinkai film. Uh, honestly had me in kind of a tizzy because your name still one of my favorite anime movies of all time. I know it's very basic to say when we did go to attend weathering with you in theaters, my initial response right after was, Uma, I, I, I think this may have outdone your name for me. And I even said that to you and you were in disbelief. Now it was it, blasphemy. I know. Now that it's settled, I think it's very much uh, on my mood, which one's going to be better. Your name being, of course, I think subjectively the better one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this just has a little bit more drama that, I know they got a lot of drama in both, but like this has... I don't know how to more detrimental feel to the actual characters involved. Um, your name having kind of that one is technically in danger, whereas the other one isn't this one. It's kind of like, 
okay, maybe it's the same exact thing. Maybe Shinkai's just doing it. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think there's enough similarities between the two. And this is an absolute stunning flick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a way of having a beautifully toned color palette. Mm-hmm. Like all of the colors, even in, because there's a lot of rain, so it's gray. Of course. Even in those scenes, it's just the perfect hue to not have your eye be um, not enticed by watching the screen. Sure. He's not just relying on, I mean, it's, it's used, but he's not just relying on like the typical Hollywood, oh, here's orange, here's blue. Oh, you like that contrast, do you? All right, we're doing it the entire time. If you look at a lot of movie posters, um, it's kind of getting better now, but it, it, like there was this decade of just every movie poster was just orange and blue, orange and blue, orange and blue, orange and blue. And oh. it's because it works, but mm. we can find some other uh, complimentary colors. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I heard that Christopher Nolan is colorblind? Oh. Uh, off tangent, but Christopher Nolan is colorblind. And that's why his um, movies are so not monotone, but they're very muted. Huh. Is what I heard. I mean, he does hire a colorist, so I don't know, but I guess he just says the colorist, whoa, fix it. I guess you're right. The director does have the final say. The colorist comes to him and goes, oh, what do you think? He goes, no, no, do this. So no, I mean, I could see why that. But how does a colorblind person tell someone who can see color how they want it to be? Because they still see it (laughs) as they see it. I know, but how do you communicate that to someone who doesn't see the- Tone that down, make this more Mm. vibrant, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. You, anyway, you're talking to the wrong guy. I'm not, I'm not hundred <laughs> percent sure on that one. Um, <laughs> that's a great question though. Uh, yeah, dearly beloved. Uh, and I, I do remember too, in the theaters, this was a very nice, like crowd to be with too. Mm-hmm. The, the Mashoku, the oh my gosh, I'm talking about Mashoku Tensei for some reason. I haven't seen that show. I'd like to, uh, but the, Makoto Shinkai movies, they do bring in a certain more of a mainstream. So people are still acting like they're in the movie theaters. They're cultured. They're cultured. They're cultured enough. (laughs) And uh, we we like that any day of the week. Um, Rad Wimps at this point, I'm not sure which soundtrack I like better, this or your name. This soundtrack was good. You like your names more. <laughs> I do like. Yeah, of course. I think because I am so in love with the story mm-hmm. of your name, I prefer sure the um your name soundtrack. But yes, the weathering with you, the weathering with you is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, Radwimps has a certain voice that makes me turn to Jello. So, yeah. and I think they did a they did a different version of the the Your Name one that was like all piano or whatever. I think they did a version of the soundtrack that was like all piano or something. Because I know they have an English where they actually sing in English, which is nice, not being able to understand or speak Japanese. And then you get to hear it in Japanese. Because I think in the movie, now we watched Your Name in (laughs) English. Did we watch Weathering With You? I couldn't remember if we watched it in Japanese or English. It's a good question. Because I love, I think in Weathering With You, the, or in your name, the music is in Japanese, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So it's nice to have an album at least where you can sing along if you want to in sure. the English version. But, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the one thing I will say about Weathering With You, while I like it, mm-hmm. it does have a lull in the story for me just a little bit where I lose a little bit of patience with the pacing of the music or the pacing of the movie. I'm sorry. When they have gotten caught and they're running from the police, like that whole section, like after that, I kind of, I kind of feel like we need to start like coming to the conclusion. I think that's your names searching for her segment when he's on the road with his friends. I think that kind of lull is just mm. built in. You need a little bit just to kind of give the, the homies a little time to chill. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, because I think when he's on the road trying to find her in your name, you are just so confused. 
you're in Taki's position where you're, do you know what I mean? Like, sure. Kind of. No. Go ahead. Okay. No, that's fine. We don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Go ahead. No, I just feel like because you're, you understand, but you don't. So you're, you're trying to put the pieces together with Taki at the same time in your name. Where in weathering with you. uh, You have First off. Yeah. I don't know why he thinks it's okay to have that gun. He's a young boy. He's confused. He doesn't know what to do. I don't know. It, 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 that was kind of a plot point in this of like, you know, it, it was it was a, a commentary. You know how against guns. It was Japan just it was is, yeah. yeah it was extra drama for this boy to even have that. Yeah, pretty central. It's, it's pretty pivotal in the uh, the. Yeah, and he ends up going a little little buck wild at the end, pointing it around like he thinks he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I was actually just talking to, um, I don't remember who I was talking to. Maybe it was on the way to LCS, but um, we were just kind of talking about how it's like, you really don't understand guns until you go to the range for the first time and shoot one. Like, do you remember the first time you went? Oh, yes. So vivid in my head of my poor wife here. Oh, you were so cute. I could have, oh, shot once, jarred you a little bit, put the gun down. And then started tearing up. And honestly, I get it. I mean, once you understand the power of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're I terrifying. It's, it mm. is, it's something that then. It gives you a healthy respect. And mm-hmm. also, I don't want to be political or anything, but it's, it's, um, it made me feel mm, just really sad that, and especially we live near, not near Chicago, but. We live in Illinois and, you know, you hear like, oh, these many people died, like being shot in the Mm -hmm. city, whatever. And it just makes me feel so frustrated and sad that people can just flippantly pull a trigger and shoot someone like I, I was jarred. I could not pick that gun up for probably another 10 minutes. Yeah. And that is, I own that gun. That is mine. And yeah, right. Which is you know, always fun with the boys when they're saying, oh, do you want to go to the range? I'm like, yeah, sure. We can go to the range. And they go, are you going to bring your wife's gun? It's like, <laughs> come on. And it's not small, but it's not big. You know, it's just a normal nine millimeter. I'd say it's somewhat small. That's why it kicks so hard. Anyways, oh, gotcha. welcome to our new um, Let's Talk About Guns podcast. No, we're sorry about that. <laughs> it's pivotal in the movie. Okay. It was a proper segue. I don't care what you say. We were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. This one, yeah, I think rewatchability wise, I can agree with you. Your name is certainly going to take over for that. But this ain't not this to shake a stick at. Let's actually look a little bit of a background for this. They, yeah. It's, it seems to have sold more than 1.1 million tickets, grossing 1.6 billion yen, which equates to about 15 million in its first three days. Holy cow. Yes. And that was in more than 350 theaters. Now it ranked number one in its opening weekend and is currently the number seven. It's number seven highest earning domestic films of all time in Japan oh. um, and the highest grossing film in Japan in 2019. This movie didn't do bad. And I have a feeling uh, this November, we're going to be seeing some more records with Shinkai's new one. So now it's currently right now at number seven. This was whenever this or whenever, was. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Currently number one? No one said that. What no, are you seven. About? You said it's number seven. It says the- it is currently number seven highest earning domestic film. Yeah, I did say that because so- that's what this says. So, <laughs> so I was going to ask if that is a like a leaderboard. Sure. Is your name. It's got to be higher. It's got to be right. Mm, or did your name boost? Who knows? Don't know. Or yeah, is it a catalyst? And now that people know what to expect from a Shinkai's each one, even if it's not maybe as good as we think the benchmark for your name yep. is, is each one just because it's like the Dragon Ball movies. It might be shit, but everyone's going to go Yeah, see right. It. Which I've now heard that the Dragon Ball Super movie is good, but then I was frisbee golfing with a friend. He says he is actually very interested for us to watch it and talk about it because he's not, he's not 100% on board. So With our take or no, the movie? No, no, with the movie. Oh. so we'll see i mean i think we're just people and i don't know if our opinions are no one cares about our opinions no one cares at all we're just here having fun uh did you know that 
Weathering with You also won the prize for Animation of the Year Award at the 43rd Annual Japan Academy Prize Ceremony. Of course. Why wouldn't it? And it won the Social Impact Award on the 23rd Japan Media Arts Festival. I did read that he was inspired by climate change for this one. Yes. And uh, pretty on the nose with it. You will definitely find that theme (laughs) right on it. Yeah. Uh, This movie is what, and I know I wasn't going to mention, but this is what Bubble wanted to be. I think, because at at some point you see actual like rain spirits in this as it's raining. And Mm -hmm. it's like, this is what Bubble wanted to be. Um, but there is a clear, clear cut difference between the two. <laughs> and I'm not even, no, no, And I mean, yes, we've shredded that one apart, but I mean, you can see, and this is actually, that would be a great side by side for anyone trying to get into like critically looking at film. You can see 100% that Shinkai has more of, while it is kind of very equation based and could probably be replicated, um, once it was actually you know, situated, but this has an actual arc that's giving us enough care to our characters. It's giving us enough um, things to be worried about and to get invested. And the pacing in this makes you actually feel that worry towards what might be happening. Mm-hmm. Bubble tried that with our, you know, but they did it in such a weird way. And we had kind of mentioned, it's like, why does one of their team members getting kidnapped by another team do anything for us? Like that, that just didn't add to the world at all. Weathering with you, however, anything that's brought up ultimately will affect what's going on in the movie. If he did get caught by the police, well, now these, now this girl and her little brother are even more screwed. There's multiple layers of problems going on. Mm-hmm. Simple. Something that I have been thinking about this week leading up to us recording this. Of course. And just anime in general. And I can't articulate it. And you are so articulate. No, I'm not, being not sar- at all. I'm not being sarcastic. Kinda I'm actually. sounded that way. <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound <laughs> that way. But what is it in a show that makes us care about the characters and the outcome? I cannot, because for us with Shinkai's movies, and especially us talking about Weathering With You, it's supernatural. This isn't going to happen in real life, yeah. but what is the formula? We do not have rose colored glasses. I don't think that yeah. makes us empathize with these characters and mm. care about them so much. So what is it? And maybe you can help put the jumbled thoughts in my head into actual articulation. But what is it that, and you do film. I do you, film a little bit You sometimes. do film. So like, what is it? What do you think the formula is that? makes people be so invested in the characters, I guess. Sure. I mean, I think actually that's something we should just do an entire episode on. It'd mm-hmm. be cool to like... You would have to lead it because obviously... Well, I, well I know, but we could talk about it, but like <laughs> cinematic um, devices utilized within anime could be a cool episode. Oh, Or okay. it could also be shot because, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's very funny and I've got a friend who's like an actual proper film critic. Like that was his job for a while and not going to name drop, but got pretty serious into it um, and love him to death. What a good kid. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, it's one of those things. It's like my only inklings are from learning from him and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's like movie critics and even like anime, any media critic. It's always so funny because at the end of the day, it kind of does come down to being a popularity contest. I mean, there's cut and dry movies that suck ass and there's cut and dry movies that are incredible Mm -hmm. because there are stuff that, subjectively just is like, it is just great. You know, you've got Godfather one and two. No one questions that those are great movies. Mm -hmm. They know they're great movies. And that is because certain things were done in that high risk, high reward in that one for sure. And just kind of, there's so many little factors, but in, in this, I think caring about an anime character and the way that this one sets it up is young love, easy device to cheat code right into it. Right. Um, so when we're given a young character who's down on his luck, what can a human do in that situation? One, if they're older, like us go, Oh, this poor kid, even if he's not real, if you're young and you're feeling that teenage 
oh, things aren't working out for me. Now you can start to project yourself within this character and then have that bounce mm-hmm. right back. And then now you can feel for this character because like, you know, I feel lost too. I wish I could run away. Boom. Mm. That's all you need, right? Now compound that with a, you know, proper uh, something going wrong. Bingo, bango. I think with this too, okay, character, sure, can empathize. I get it. We've all been lost. You're, you're always going to be lost at some point in your life. That's why it's so funny when I love that media is always like, you know, look at the kids. They're who should dictate anything. It's like, no, no, no. Because once you get past being a teenager, and yes, I was there. When you're a teenager, you're like, I'm smart. I, I know everything I need to know. Everything's fine. You will look back some nights and actually wake up cold sweating and almost dry <laughs> heave thinking about some of the things you've done. You'll wake up and go, Lord Almighty, remember that one time I said, oh, I can help you with that. And you'll just want to die. Like, what does that even mean? Who knows? But you know. And that's all that matters. Uh, so with this, it's like you can set that into a character. And that's what's done in a lot of things. I mean, heck, we've watched, um, was it Monster with Charlize Theron mm-hmm. playing the murderer? Love Bill Burr's take on that. She was a killer. She sucks as a person. Awful person. Why are we sympathizing with her? That movie 100% took a psychopathic killer and turned it on. Well, men weren't very nice to her. It's like, no, that doesn't mean she could go <laughs> kill people. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could technically. That is so true. Oh, yeah. The yeah, fact that. I forgot about that movie. That movie totally places it. And at one point, you definitely, when she was getting mm-hmm. situated in that uh, vehicle, mm-hmm. hey, not good by any sense of the mean. I'm not saying any of this, but. The fact that this movie is pushing on to you, the fact that, hey, feel bad for her. And then when she kills her first victim, you're like, well, you know, she's mad because of, whoa, holy fuck. Why is my brain going there? Bingo. Hollywood's gotcha. I think that's why I didn't like that movie. The movie was, it was fine and well enough, but no, Hollywood and their agenda pushing. When you see Hollywood continuously shoving something down your throat, run for your fucking life because you know for a fact they're putting it there for a reason. Yes, that's right. I am wearing tinfoil on my head. Just kidding. <laughs> it's so obvious nowadays. It's ridiculous. If you guys don't see it, please, I urge you, look at Hollywood and look at these celebrities that are telling you how to think while they are flying around in their private jets, living in homes, and uh, using as much water and resources as they want because they can uh, pay for it. And uh, you're going to get taxed. And uh, moral of the story <laughs> is... Uh, <laughs> It's a little scary out here. Help me. Help me. Um, yeah. So anyways, I, I think that's what's happening. And I think Shinkai has that young love device just down five centimeters. He didn't. And I can tell because I didn't care in five centimeters per second. Mm-hmm. He just didn't have enough um, experience with getting that kind of relatability to it. That was so kind of out there. Mm-hmm. that I don't think anyone was feeling it. But this, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a movie that he's really just pushing to give you butterflies. We all remember that first young love when you, you're crushing on someone in sixth grade or whatever. I mean, that's kind of the, the, the Shinkai feel. It's that first love. It's that, it's very potent. Mm-hmm. And then finally you end up finding someone that you realize that wasn't love at all. Mm-hmm. And in fact, she was waiting and selling uh, grilled cheese in your college <laughs> just waiting for you unbelievable um guys shout out to my wife here i don't do it enough on the podcast lovely lady i like her a lot oh um no problem brownie points no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding um uh, yeah i have to do this because she let me go to the united center so um the, 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 i'm just kidding um uh, but yeah, no. So I know that that was the most long winded and I probably didn't even answer your question, but no, no, you did. Uh, I, I think we should eventually do an episode like that. I think that'd be cool. Cause I do want to get back. There's times that it, it did annoy me for a while when you're like going, when you go into a movie and you're trying to think of like, when I was in college, it was all about learning different shots and this. So I'd go to a movie and it's like, I'm looking for all that. And it's like, okay, that's ruined the movie. Sometimes you just want to step back, do your thing, kind of get situated in that way. But like, yeah. And then there's just pacing. There's so many different little things. We mm-hmm. can talk about it. Actually, I have a really good book from college that if Faye's napping one day and you want to read it, it is very enlightening. And Oh, cool. You'll, yeah. You'll realize there's a lot of psychology behind a lot of stuff now. You got to oh, think I'm sure. advertising agencies, things like this. 
a lot in video games will have actual like psychology built into how do we get people addicted and it's very scary it, it truly is no like and that's the art of the gotcha game you've seen me the amount of times oh, yeah. i've fallen asleep with my phone on my chest shows me that it's a problem <laughs> it shows the me phone that, blazing hot on your chest seriously i, I think, was worried that one night that you were actually like getting burned because your phone it was like two in the morning and it had to have been going for four hours it, on the on the defeated screen or something uh, I, some of my chest hairs were actually extra curly because of the heat <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, mercy. Are we even talking about weathering with you? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't mess with you. Uh, the two characters in this, I like them a lot. Hina and Hodaka. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, he's a tribal. I don't remember that being his name, if I'm honest. <laughs> I, I, I think I remember it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was reading and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, but what is great is that there is... Um, Speaking of your name, this has a great Easter egg mm-hmm. uh, built into it. At one point, when he's looking for a gift for Hina, wouldn't you know, we see a little character all grown up working and selling things. So these movies are actually in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Well, not only that, but they go to Taki's grandma's house mm-hmm. to make the rain stop because um, Hina... You know, she sets up this business, obviously, where if people don't want rain on a particular day, this company that they form, she'll pray on that day. There's yep. no rain block. So it's Taki's grandma. I think they're doing a ceremony for um, Taki's grandfather, yep. um, like to do like the honoring and stuff. So Taki's in there. I don't know if we might see him we see first. Him. Yeah, I think we see him first. Later we see... Um, Mitsuha. Mitsuha. So cute. Yeah. And I had read, I'm probably not going to be able to find it, but um, Makoto Shinkai being the um, massive legend that he is just wanted to have, wanted to see them again. Yeah, and just a little bit of cohesion. He wanted his characters mm-hmm. back. And so he took the bull by the horns. And it's, it's what I go back to. And it's been said in several podcasts, but that's what I love is like, the fact that that seems impressive, it's like, well, you wanted to see his characters again, so we put them in there. Think about it. When you're watching something, anything's possible. It's literally just up to the person. Yeah. But it is still very neat. I do like it a lot, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that they did it, because that is one of those, oh, my God, moments where I turn to you, and we just giggle. And It's like when we were watching Takagi season three last night. Oh, my God. I almost, God. like, I got the goosebumps. Yes. I don't know if we really want to... No, we don't. Takagi okay. season three episode coming in soon, promise you. And if you guys have and not watched it, you have to. It's so fucking cute that it hurts. Yeah. 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 It's so cute. It's great. It's still not as good as season three of um My Hero Academia. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um Kaguya, there we go. Kaguya season three, Like, that three, is yeah. the pinnacle, but, like, the feeling. This is a it's nice, so it's cute. a nice young love, and, and great point to be brought up here is that's also a, a Mashoku. Why do I keep wanting to say Mashoku? <laughs> Madoku Doku. <laughs> Anyways, uh, a Makoto Shinkai film is, you're not getting a lustful love. This is, like, a proper, innocent Love that you can just sit there and go aw to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of the Achi shows coming out, it is getting very saturated with this very sexualized things, which as we've said, time and a place, but it is nice to turn off. And that's where Takagi and these movies are great, where you can just sing, oh, oh, young love. It makes you feel like you're 80 when you're not. Aww. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyways, that being said, a lot of pretty... Interesting characters in this one. Um, Natsumi Suga is my favorite by far. She's got this little uh, mole thing under her eye. She is the waifu of this one. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. She's pretty much the only option. But anywho, (laughs) she is, of course, the niece of the main businessman who kind of takes our main character Hodaka under his belt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a bit of a, there's, there's a lot of complexities in this movie too. And I do like that. We're going to get that. Oh, problems of the young love. But then we also get 
um, kind of a, a more mature issue going on mm-hmm. uh, through Kaisuke Suga. Yes. First off, he looks like Spike Spiegel got a haircut. <laughs> Love him to death for that. <laughs> but no, just his 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 um, brashness and how he is with the main character. It's great. Some people need that in their life of a straight shooter. You know, let's get this kid learning properly. High school has been doing nothing but coddling. College continues to coddle. I, I hope to God Faye never has to go to college because these absolute, and I know that there's good teachers out there, but I'm going to go ahead and blanket statement. These losers who couldn't make it and then end up teaching in college. I'm just kidding. That's very harsh. But no, I mean, I feel like a lot of the times with college and especially with mine, and I can actually talk shit about our school considering it got demolished and has been sued here and there constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, The college professors are not doing it anymore. They're too busy pushing their political agendas. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't act like it's not happening. Um, And and I'm saying that to you guys, my wife, all I mean, she knows, uh, but like my <laughs> teachers, I went through two years of like full on. I had already had my gen eds done and I was getting into like the nitty gritty of learning my degree. My teachers did not know anything. A select few did, but wow, I didn't learn shit from school, um, which actually led me to create the joke that I don't mean it in the way to put a value on uh, my wife here, but I always say, yeah, I didn't learn a thing. Uh, all I did was get a wife from college. Uh, you know, they say you can't put a price on love, but I can, it's about (laughs) $60,000. Just, yeah, that's, oh God, that school really. And that's just what we paid. Really gave us the beans. Yeah. Um, well, my sister too, she's in college now. She just started up after leaving the military and she's taking chemistry, Mm -hmm. I believe. And yeah, she said the teacher isn't teaching her anything. He tells them to read a section in the textbook and to work in groups on like papers. She's like, aren't you going to teach us? Because she didn't take chemistry, I think, in high school. So she literally like because some of the kids like it split. Some kids did take chemistry in high school. Some didn't. So it's like, okay, I don't know anything. And yeah, and I have a particular way of learning. I know everyone's a little different, but sometimes like you need someone to. Yeah, tell it give to you the you. focus. Yeah. I'm more of like, if I read it, I just need to write it out. That's how I. Well, if that's the case, why take the class? Just buy the textbook. Like the moment that you get in there and if a teacher does that, I think what you should do it. Well, no, because you need it. These schools, man, they are good. Because I was going to say, it's like, if you actually want to just learn that and you don't want to take that course, think about it. Get into the course. Usually there'll be like a one week kind of like grace period where you can just drop it for free. Like you don't end up paying for it. You get a refund on that class. At least that's how it was when we went to college. Mm. Um, get in there. If the teacher does that two times in a row. Drop that class. Buy that textbook for the $100. Save yourself the extra couple hundred on taking the class. And just learn it on the side. Unfortunately, she has to. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. The school yeah. sucks. What I will say is if you are an artist out there aspiring and you want to go to college, um, lesson from me. Uh, the The... The school is about networking. So talk to everyone. Be nice to everyone. You never know who you are going to uh, rub shoulders with. Uh, Mm -hmm. But what I will say is your portfolio is your life. And if you're just going to laze about and just like, oh, I'll do, you know, this project. The due date is two weeks away. Right when you get out of college and get into the art world. Good night. Those those are the stupidest deadlines ever because you are never going to get that much time. So just work hard. If you feel like being into art, make your portfolio on the side and go to school and just grin and bear it and meet everyone. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Anywho, you don't even have to trust me. I, I, I wouldn't trust me either. Um, so back to uh, Kaisuke Suga. Mm-hmm. The, the, the moral of that and the crutch of that character is the fact that he is a smoker and an alcoholic. I mean, smoker in Japan. We see that a lot. That's fine. But um, well, there's a there's a reason why he can't quit and he needs to. I think he's the actually the character that I can empathize the most. I think now that I'm older watching this movie yeah. and married. I haven't seen this since having a child, but. Yeah, I think he w- I would relate to the most. Absolutely. And I mean, then you're getting these similarities of why he's so nice to our main character, uh, Hodaka. It's because he also ran away from home as a teenager. He meets his wife and then, um, you know, 
have a daughter and all stuff. And then his wife passes away. And unfortunately, that grief, this is the more complex of the things in this movie going on. Um, love is complex, but I think this is more of a, you know, just showing the deterioration when someone is met with a, an intense grief like that, kind of what's possible. It's tough. I mean, when people come to you, that's one of the most awkward situations you come to. When people come to you with bad news, it's like, what can you generally say? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, internal battles are, are a motherfucker. And in this case, you see a man who unfortunately is enveloped with that grief and loses his daughter um, and then loses the, his custody um, of the daughter. Yeah, the mother-in-law ends up taking her. And you just, it's such a sad part of the movie. Um, but it's something that you can see is just like it more grounds the movie in realism mm -hmm. um, to at least have one character that's got kind of core values and core issues happening. Um, you know, to go to Promare, it's such a wacky movie. How are they going to actually grab you by the emotions? Mm -hmm. So that's why Promare opted for just playing a certain song every time you were supposed to be hyped or emotional or whatever. Um, and this is just where Weathering With You knocks out of the park. I think the, the character list is great. Well, it's not huge. We're getting enough to handle what it handles. Mm -hmm. um, Hodaka is a, just a, a joy to watch because even though he's down in the dumps, I mean, the, the, the kid gets by and he's willing to do stuff and he's a hard worker. And I'm, uh, that's kind of... And he really blossoms through... Certainly. Through the movie and having more courage, I mm -hmm. think, near the end. Um, yeah, because he's very shy and reserved in the beginning. And you yeah. see that, like, onion kind of like the layers coming off. And yeah. obviously, being with Hina, he really comes out of his shell and, and obviously, like, falls in love with her. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those things, too, where there's similarities, as we've said to your name. Tom, can you say that another 50 times? You've got it. Uh, another similarity is kind of there, the, the climax. Uh, in this one, I think this one, as far as their relationship goes, is a little bit more jarring in Weathering With You because the end of Your Name, we get that classic scene on the stairs, they see each other. But before that, it's kind of like, a, okay, he at least saved her. That's a great thing. Awesome. In this, they kind of give you the roundabout with him end up being kind of a lazyabout in his apartment. Remember, like at the end, and you're like, oh, okay. Because he has to go back home. Mm -hmm. He's caught. And he takes that, tra that uh, boat back and you're like, oh, God, this feels awful. You don't get that in your name. There's not like a, you get a, oh, I'm very sad, but it's not like a, oh, God, is this even going to end up good? This does that twist. And I think that that's pretty nice. He definitely... There's that slow progression mm -hmm. um, where he's just honing it in. And well, your name, I think, is in a very good spot to probably be his uh, magnum opus. I think he's making moves to potentially continue to outdo himself as, in a technical sense. Mm -hmm. um, so beyond excited for, the, uh, for, the, for that next one. Do you have a favorite part or scene? from weathering with you that you think of the most? Uh, I do. I mean, I think it's because of the particular Radwimp song that plays, but when they are falling through the sky together, um, a certain Radwimp song hits there and I love that part. Of it. But as far as the movie goes, um, I think just cause it gives me the most like gut wrenching portion of it because it's when they're in their lowest of low is when, um, the, he decides to run away with Hina and the little brother, mm -hmm. uh, Nagi, mm -hmm. who's just an absolute player, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He is a, yeah. He's, he's getting, got all the ladies. He's getting girls numbers on the bus. <laughs> he's such a, that is such a weird little funny thing. Um, but as they're running away, you've already got this scared sense of, oh, my God, what's going to happen to these kids? And the, the rain is coming down. The rain is pouring and all this, which, man, today... I don't know how they did it in this movie because if this rain happened for more than actually we're going to get it tomorrow too. Uh, we're basically living <laughs> weathering with you this week. Um, so if we can get Hina out here to do a little dancey dance, mm -hmm. that'd be great. 
but no, when Nagihina and Hodaka are actually up in the hotel room that they finally find. I was going to say that's my favorite part. Well, then, you know what? Why don't you take it from me and, and explain why it's your favorite? Oh, I think it's sweet and bittersweet at the same time yeah. because you have, they finally found shelter where they can actually sleep and they're having fun doing like singing and stuff. And then Hodaka and Hina, you know, Nagi's already gone to sleep and they're just talking. He gives her the gift that he bought the ring with yeah. the jewel in it and they go to sleep and then he wakes up and she's gone because she's found out that she's turning into water and yeah. disappearing and she hasn't told anyone yet. And then she's not there when he wakes up and that, that is the like lowest part of the movie. Yeah. And that's and, why I think it's definitely the best part. Yeah. And I hate why I love watching that part because it's so cute. And then the anticipation of knowing what he's going to wake up to just put your stomach in knots. What are you, what are you married to me? Are you you're on the same exact page as me? Holy cow. Yeah. It's, it is a scene where the viewer is given the information and you have to sit there and watch this empty happiness. Mm-hmm. That is one of the hardest things to watch in any movie is when you are given the information that the main characters don't have. Mm-hmm. It creates an atmosphere of, it's like fake laughing at a party. Mm. Like, <laughs> you eventually run out and that scene is like it's after this barrage of things happening that you're almost out of like you're exhausted at that point so you're finally like oh let's look they're having so much fun let's be happy but you can't mm -hmm. so good yeah I, I would akin um because if as we've said Makoto Shinkai has a basic formula for the movies of course I get the same feeling in your name when they don't have their text messages to each other anymore. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, shit has just happened and you don't know what it is. And then you need to play catch up with the clock with Taki. Yeah. And I think that's where it's like your name is definitely not bulletproof. I absolutely cannot stand the fact that he wrote, I love you. On her hand. Oh, my God. That shit. <laughs> the, inexcusable. Yeah. I wanted to go through that screening. Oh, you better not show up in Weathering with you. But he did anyways. <laughs> His grandmother is so sweet, too, in yeah. that movie. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And I, I think I kind of can always boil down. And I think once the new movie comes out, I, forgot what it, I already forgot what it was called. But um, once that comes out, it's it's one of those things where... I think it'll it'll have the same feeling when you're talking about a Shinkai film. I think you can kind of boil them down to the same conversation. It's just which flavor of the week are you going to actually like your mm -hmm. name? Definitely not five centimeters per second. Sorry, forgot to mention that. Definitely not that one. And we weren't really super thrilled with Garden of Words either. Remember, it was the teacher. That's right. And that's the one I keep forgetting about. Uh, I respect those movies because he was definitely finding himself. Um, Artistically, he was there. It would, they're both gorgeous, but the, the, the film wasn't there. Uh, luckily, both of them being shorter, too, because... We did a two-parter. Five centimeters, so. yikes the mundo, garden of words, at least it was short, and I think it was quality. I think the relationship in it was a bit... It was odd. A little odd, but that's Japan for you, baby. Um, and then that's just it. Then... Your name comes out in 2016 and I hit the, the growth from that to that. Immeasurable. Mm -hmm. So, so lovely. I'd love to um, meet him someday, but unfortunately he'd be like, hey, I, I don't know what you're saying. And I'd say, oh my God, I don't know what you're saying either. <laughs> and then we'd be having a problem. So big, big hopes for uh, Suzume. Mm-hmm. Damn. I'm trying to think, uh, as far as like, give me a little rundown of what you think puts your name over this. Is it just the overall factor and story and you, you like that more or what's, what's got weathering with you, not uh, tickling the same. Tickle? Oh yeah. Well, we've talked about, about time. I'm a sucker for time. About time. Or. Oh yeah. 
Are you talking about the actual movie? Yeah. Our oh. favorite movie with, um, what's her name? Oh, wow. I was still in anime mode. I, I forgot we could talk about real shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about time. I love that movie so much. Um, I love time travel-y time jump movies. Yeah. I, that's a formula that I'm down with. Certainly. Um, so that's a factor. I love Taki and Mitsuwa's relationship mm-hmm. because like teasing master Takagi-san, when you tease someone, you know, those feelings, sometimes it's underlined, underlaid with deeper emotions. So I think that's sure. cute how they're teasing each other back and forth. And then they start to obviously fall in love. Of course. Love that. Um, that is the thing with young love. It's very fickle. Mm-hmm. You don't know it until you're out of it, but it's so funny how you're like, oh yeah, you know, um, I, my dad was yelling at me at that day and she said, hey. Dad's okay. Dads suck. And suddenly young brain, you're like, I think I'm in love. I think, I think this is it. I, I, I don't know why I'm middle schooler saying, I think I know this. Uh, what are you for? Yeah. He's hey, very advanced, very, very pushed right to middle school. Um, yeah. And that's why it's like, these movies are great, but it's like, it is also, it helps ease the tension a bit because it's just young love. Say they don't end up together. It's very sad, but Time is on their side. Polly's give me a movie with uh, two 38 year olds. And then, you know, it's a problem. Cause they're both set in their ways. Yeah. Oh God. <sighs> Heaven help me. If I didn't meet you in college, I'd be screwed. This online dating thing. Just, I, I uh, God bless you. God people bless you all. I think that's so <laughs> tough. You want to talk about feeling just worthless. Like, it's turned, it, it's a catalog. You're just a page in a catalog. And that's so sad. Oh, you know? Ooh, that's, mm. that's deep. That's man. real talk, baby. Snap, 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 snap. Don't clap because then you can offend someone. <laughs> oh God, the world we're living in, folks. Um, I was snapping because it's like, like. Um, spoken the, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The spoken word. Yeah. Honey, I was going to say jazz club for some reason. <laughs> That's where I do my poetry. I go to jazz club and I just do slam poetry. There's slam poetry, spoken word. Humans are bored and I can tell. (laughs) Says the guy talking about a cartoon. Pictures on a page. Pictures on a page. Yeah. Don't care anything about us. Nope. But we care about them. (laughs) For some reason. That's okay. This girl on this poster. Um. Suzume's door locking, which is what the English uh, version of the title is, I guess. Oh, good. Thank you. Very cute. I, honestly, yeah. Everything I'm seeing so far, it's like, okay, that could, that could be good. Granted, that's a, the book cover. So what's it matter? But, mm. you know. Oh, Suzume's uh, locking, locking up. Yes. Door lock. They have two versions. Anyway, doesn't matter. Anywho. Um, but yeah, things to, I think, keep on the radar for you guys for upcoming content from us. Hate the word content. Here I am using it. Um, definitely on your radar. Let's get Takagi going. Let's mm. also get Perfect Blue. That will be coming up soon. And as a matter of fact, we kind of talked about it and we will bring it up in the Discord this week. We'd actually love to get into the Discord with you guys and do a little watch along. Like we'll all get it started and we'll watch and we can kind of don't over talk. We're not going to go in there and like be uh mystery theater. Three thousand, five thousand. Oh God. Butchering it. Anyways, you remember that with all the talking heads that would sit underneath, they'd show a shitty movie and then there'd be silhouettes on the bottom and they'd talk about the movie. Nope. Okay. Well, you're the same age as me, so I can't say it's a, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you about it. I'll okay. show you about it. Um, so yeah, keep the, keep those, uh, peeped, keep the peepers peeped on those. Um, and if you have any ideas, as we had kind of shouted out, I believe it was Isaac. I hope I'm getting that right. On uh, Podbean, we, we, we truly do actually care about your recommendations and uh, would love to hear your thoughts as to um, kind of what, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what shows you like, which, you know, and all that good stuff. Um, and for that, I think we've held you hostage just long enough. Um, Another one where we didn't necessarily dive too deep on this movie, but it's not really too much to dive into. Well, if you've seen it, listen, listen. Yeah. Our first couple 
movie ones. Brutal. We're going to have to revisit some of those. We should, we should re, do you know what we should do? That would be a funny live stream. Commentate over our old one. Just listen to our Akira one. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like, pause. What, and stream for three hours? That, yeah, true. That was a long Our one. fucking recording was as long as the movie. Yeah, rest Dog. in peace anyone who listened to the Akira <laughs> episode. We will be re-recording that at some point. I think that one and Garden or um Grave of the Fireflies, that one was, we like piece by piece. Oh, yeah. That was like uh, a book club. And I think there's a time and a place, but that's just not us, obviously. Uh, yeah. Bad. So, Oof. Anywho. Cannot thank you enough if you've made it to this point in the podcast. You are truly a friend of ours, and we love you to death. We can't uh, thank you enough for the support. We are massive fans of you, and we hope that you're somewhat decent uh, fans of us. Another one in the books. Uh, Make sure to holler at us any way, shape, or form. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Oh, they don't like anime? Well, it's time to force them. Uh, that's that bag of chips. And so Danielle, if you can send them out with a goodbye, then we'll be good to go. Bye guys.